You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, we're back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, I want to dive into more uh, of Russell Wilson and, and not so much his bye week festivities. Uh, I think that, uh, again, I just kind of shake my head and say, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. Uh, but I want to know, we talked a little bit about this team's expectations, you know, in the second half of the season here. I want to talk specifically about Russell Wilson. What what do you want to see from him? Even if this team, let's say this team doesn't make the playoffs, because right now I think I looked it up. It's somewhere around six or seven percent that this team makes the makes the playoffs according to 538.com. Um, now, of course, they could go on a run and make it, but let's just say what well, it doesn't matter. What do you want to see from Russell the rest of this season that can maybe give you some optimism? Because they're in it for the long haul with this guy. Like th- this guy's gonna be here, he's gonna be starting quarterback for the Broncos for a while. What do you want to see from him that'll give you some optimism about this team, you know, in the future? Well, I, it's it's kind of like uh, both Russell and the team, you know, uh, writing their own script, like a Charles Dickens novel, like the tale of two cities. So the tale of two halves of the season, this is what I want to see them do. Just kind of scrap everything that happened before, almost like, you know, it didn't happen. Get one of those, uh, you know, uh, men in black pants and they tell everyone, hey, look right here. And they just kind of zap you and just kind of forget about it and just kind of move on. I mean, take what you did in that second half uh, of that game against the Jacksonville Jaguars and just try to expand on it. Once again, rhythmic, quick throws, and now trying to put in routes that accentuate the skill set of your players. Like Greg Dosich has emerged on the scene as the Broncos' top tight end. Let's just say that. And he may become the Broncos' top offensive weapon if utilized properly. So now – Throw to the tight end a little more. And it doesn't necessarily, George, have to be those seam plays. I love seeing them. I hate them as a defensive player because I watch other defensive guys just kind of give up a mass amount of yards. But keep that rhythm going with the tight end. Hopefully during the bye week, they were able to put in more plays to kind of flex Greg Dosage out and take advantage of his skill set. But also, now if you're Russell Wilson, the Broncos have aided you by bringing, bringing in a pass catching running back and Chase Edmonds. Now, if Chase is in the game, dump the ball off to him and let him work. I mean, take the pressure off of yourself by, you know, playing in his West Coast, Coast offense, which is based on putting the ball in the hands of your playmakers and allow them to make plays for you. But this is where Russell, I want to see Russell definitely get better, but also just block out the noise, right? Don't worry about it. Go to the podium. Be the jovial person that you've been before. If you want to talk about something related to high knees, do it. If you want to talk about having Wolverine blood, do it. Whatever whatever you want to talk about, go ahead and do it. Don't worry about the people who are trying to squash you from a negative standpoint because 
Russell is a happy person. Keep that happy smile and now go out there and, and take this game away from the tight the Titans. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know um what he's gonna say at the podium. He's always interesting at the podium. Uh it seems like every time he speaks now it's it becomes a story. Um I, I want to see him do a few things on the field, Nick. I, I'm looking at his statistics for the season right now. Um, he's on base to have a career low in touchdown passes. He only has six touchdown passes through the first eight weeks. And his, his previous career low, let's see here is 20. So, uh, you know, I want to, I want to see him try and get to 20 touchdowns this year. I think that if you can get to 20 over 20, I'd say that would be a successful second half of the season. That means you're throwing about 14 touchdowns, you know, these last nine games, which is about around two a game, right? So I, I want to see that. I want to see him get it. I, well, one, the Broncos offense just needs to get in the end zone more, right? Like they need to start scoring more touchdowns, scoring more points. The other thing here, Nick, that I think is really important, his completion percentage is 58.8%. That's the lowest of his career. I want to see that number jump up, get into the 60s uh, like it has been throughout his career. So I, I, I want to see that connection. Like you mentioned earlier, KJ Hamler, Jerry, Judy, we're making some plays. We haven't seen a whole lot of Cortland Sutton lately. Uh, maybe we talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, it seems like he's starting to build a connection with some of these guys. And if he can build that, get that completion percentage up. Again, I, I know everybody's going to look at wins and losses, and we'll get into that later about maybe what we can expect their record to be in these last nine games. But I more so want to see Russell just continue to improve in this offense, get a grasp of it. I want to see Nathaniel Hackett. We've talked about this continue to adjust his offense and his offensive play calling and what they're doing schematically. Cause I think we've had this debate of, is it the chicken or the egg in terms of Russell Wilson or Nathaniel Hackett? Who's the issue. Uh, I want to see them continue to work together to get better because otherwise, Nick, if it continues to be like it was in the first eight games, then I think there's a chance that we're looking at another head coaching search and we're starting fresh again next year with a whole new uh, offense and everything that they're trying to do. So uh, that's what you want to see, right? Is you want to see continued progress. I don't know if it's going to result in wins all the time. Cause I think that they've got a really difficult schedule. When you talk about, you still got the Titans, obviously you've got the chiefs twice, uh, a Raiders team. That's not good, but you somehow can't beat them. Chargers are playing well. Uh, you know, I, I think that did the Chargers win yesterday. Yeah. They won 20 to 17. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, you're playing and you've got the Rams still who the Rams are not playing well, but, it's going to be a difficult game on Christmas Day. So you, you've got a tough schedule down the stretch here. Uh, so I don't know how many of these results and wins, but I just want to see Russell Wilson improve on some of those statistics, like I said, and start scoring more points. Because if it continues to be the way that it is, then Nick, I worry about them having to start fresh again next season. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, something you, you, you said because you, you mentioned, you know, Russell's completion percentage. But you also mentioned, you know, his his touchdown lows, which you said were 20. Now, what if in the second half of the season, we see this offense get into a rhythm, they move the ball down the field, but the touchdowns that you're talking about, they're not plentiful because guess what? What you're suggesting is something that 
fans, they, they rally for, but they are still opposed to it at the same time because they don't want to see Russell throw the ball inside the red zone. They want to see him hand the ball off to running back. So, so what if this second half of the season, George, kind of looks like Russell is moving the ball down the field. There is some rhythm, but inside the red zone, we have more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns and the Broncos are winning. Does that now change or what do you think it would change is the perception of Russell Wilson and not throwing as many red zone touchdowns? Well, I mean, if they're winning, it doesn't matter, right? Like, I think that that, like, that doesn't matter. And I think if they're also moving the ball, then his touchdowns are still going to go up, right? Like, I think he could have more long touchdowns. Maybe they're, they're long balls to, to KJ Hamler or Jerry Judy breaks free on some plays. Like, I, I think that what you're saying is if they're moving the ball and they're getting the ball in the red zone, his touchdowns are going to go up. They might be rushing touchdowns, more rushing touchdowns by the end of the season, but eventually his touchdowns are also still going to go up. And I still think that they're going to throw the ball. I know Broncos fans want them to hand the ball off in the red zone. I still think they're going to throw the ball quite a bit down there, uh, especially when you have a guy like Greg Dulcich. And and I think he can really elevate this offense uh, in the second half of the season. I think we've already seen it through a few games, what he can do for this group. Uh, So I, I think that, yeah, Nick, if they're winning, then yeah, I'm not going to take anything away from Russell Wilson and be like, oh, well, he has not thrown touchdown passes. If they're moving the ball and they're scoring points, I think that's the number one thing, right, Nick, is like they're not scoring points. Like that that's the issue. And if they find a way to do that, whether it's running the ball in the red zone, throwing the ball in the red zone, scoring long touchdowns, whatever it is, then I would say that's a success, right? Like it, that's the problem with this team right now. I think they're averaging around 15.4 points per game, the lowest in the league. Uh, also the lowest in like a 62 year history of the franchise like that to me is where they've got to start doing it. I don't care how it's done. I'm just saying, I think Russell, you want to try and get some of those touchdown numbers up. Uh, and it, it just basically, because it makes you feel better, right? If he goes out and he performs well in these last nine games, if he's throwing one or two touchdown passes a game, you'd feel better about the way that this offense is moving and improving. Uh, and the completion percentage that doesn't matter about touchdowns. I think that just needs to go up period because that shows, Hey, we're starting to build some chemistry with some of these guys. Cause I think that they've been not on the same page and that's why his, his completion percentage is at an all time low. Now, do you think when we look at the completion percentage numbers that, you know, we, it, it's not really talked about that often, but I think it does play a, a role in what the numbers are, you know, with the Broncos being behind the chains on third, third downs. They're constantly in these third and long situations because a false start, uh, illegal formation, or, or holding. And for me, it makes it bad on Russell and Nathaniel Hackett because there are not too many plays that an offensive coordinator, coordinator has in their arsenal that can pick up a third and 15 and third and 12, third and 20, you know, constantly. So I'm, I'm wondering uh, with the percentages, if, if the third downs being behind the chains have somehow – uh, attributed to the numbers of Russell Wilson not being that great from a, a completion standpoint? I think 100%. I think that, that all plays a factor in it. I think it's also, Nick, we talked about the drops this year. You know, I think you, when you look at completion percentage, obviously everything's going to be pointed back to the quarterback. The quarterback is always going to take blame for things. But when you look at completion percentage, it's as much on the wide receivers as it is on the quarterback. I mean, how many times have we seen guys drop open passes? Or maybe they're in the wrong spots. I mean, how many times have we seen Jerry Judy just not be on the same page as Russell Wilson. Now I'm not saying that's just Jerry's fault. Maybe that's Russell's fault as well, but I think that that, that all plays into it, but getting behind the chains. Yeah. Cause then all of a sudden you're forced to throw the ball further down the field than you typically would be. And that's why your completion percentage is, is lower. So yeah, I think 
that, that I think that plays into honestly a large part of why the entire offense has not been very good. Nick is they're trying to convert third and eights instead of third and twos. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that that's the, that's the issue with this team right now is they've got to cut out, you know, the pre-snap penalties has, has continued to be an issue. Things like that. The, you know, only getting a yard on first down on a run play, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, two straight incompletions and all of a sudden it's third and 10, you know, those sorts of things are the things that they have to cut out. And that's why I'm interested to see how Hackett maybe makes adjustments during the bye week, because I, like you said, I don't think he was in Cabo. I think he was here in Denver and he was trying to figure out how can I make this thing work in the second half of the season. And again, I know everybody wants to pile on Hackett. I don't know if he's necessarily the biggest issue that this team has right now. I don't really know what it is, but I do think that he's calling plays that are open half the time and they're just not executing. So can he figure out during the bye week how to get a better execution out of the players and also how to get his offense where it is working to that you're not having these third and longs? Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because usually during the bye week, it's a time to reflect, hit the reset button, and teams do one of two things. Either they cut bait with with guys on their roster. We saw that Bradley Chubb was traded. Or they give guys extension, which we saw a year ago, Tim Patrick and and Cortland Sutton receive uh, extensions. But they also do other things as well. Sometimes we've seen coaches relieved of their duties. So when we look at coming off the bye week, you're talking about, you know, the game plan and execution and who's to blame and, you know, no, saying, oh, hey, maybe it's not all on Hackett. So do you think that Hackett having a, a moment or a week or two to reflect on what's going on offensively, do you think he would surrender the play calling duties to Justin Outen so he can now focus on being a head coach full time? No. I don't think so. And I, I don't know if he should like the, the thing is everybody wants to give him up, give up play calling. The The issue with that is if it goes to Justin Allen, Justin Allen's also never called plays at this level. So like you're handing it off to someone that is just as new as hack. Well, not even he's even more new than Hackett because Hackett has called plays in the NFL and has done it at a, at a successful rate. So I don't like that idea. If you're going to hand him off, I'd probably hand him off to Clint Kubiak who called plays, I believe, last year in Minnesota for the Vikings mm-hmm. uh, when they let the go of their OC. So I think that that's where it would go, but I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to go down with the ship here, uh, and I think he should. Like I, I think that he should stick with it because I just don't think that it's a good idea to to hand that off at this point. Like it, 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 it starts things over, Nick, and I don't think you want to start things over at this point. You just have to hope that you know you can figure things out. So, so I guess in this case, has uh, I know you, you <laughs> I guess you made some comments before that made Coach Hackett seem like uh, he was a pacifier. So you said you made the reference of going down with the ship. So that's the first thing that came to my mind is now can we look at Nathaniel Hackett as being Captain Ahab, right? Is, is, is he chasing his white well and he's going to eventually crash this team and, and sink them to the bottom uh, of the the Pacific, or will he somehow be able to turn things around? So now I'm thinking with this Captain Ahab. So every time I see him, that's exactly how I'm going to look at him until they turn these things around. Yeah. Well, and I, look, I think that he's kind of these last couple of weeks taken a different approach. Uh, he's definitely been a little bit more, I, I would say, stern 
in the press conferences. And then when we talk to him, it, you can tell he's frustrated. Uh, and so I wonder if we see a different Nathaniel Hackett in the second half of the season where he just says, you know what? My job is on the line. Uh, I'm going to do it my way. We're going to figure it out. Uh, and this is how we're going to win football games. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We, we talked to him later today. I'm interested to hear what he maybe learned or what he took away from the bye week. If there's anything that gives him some optimism uh, for the second half of the season. Uh, so it, it's going to be interesting, Nick. I think the second half of the season is really pivotal, not only for this year, again, because I have no idea if this team can make the playoffs, but pivotal for this, this franchise moving forward. Can Nathaniel Hackett figure it out? Can Russell Wilson figure it out? And can some of these other guys on offense and, and even, even defense, can they continue to, to get better? Like this second half of the season is really important. And I think that a lot of people in that organization know that. So uh, Nick, let's take a quick break. And then I want to get into maybe some midseason uh, awards. Uh, maybe we could dive into that. Who's maybe some of the players that have impressed you, maybe not impressed you. And then also we can dive into what are our expectations? What's the focus like going to be like for this team? in the final nine games like we just talked about.